Welcome to the Will Evans Show. I'm not only your host, but I'm your biggest cheerleader. This podcast is meant to teach you everything you did not learn in school. So if you're sitting here thinking, I have no idea how to budget, I have no idea where my money is going, or you simply need some guidance, then this is the show for you. Let's get straight into it. Student loans have become a major concern for a lot of Americans. So I want to shed some light on the current state of the student loan debt. As of now, student loan debt in the United States stands at over $1.7 trillion, and it's affecting approximately 44 million borrowers. So the question is, how the heck did we get to this point? And what factors have contributed to this crisis? So obviously... The rising cost of college has played a huge role in this. You look back the past few decades, the cost of education has skyrocketed. This, coupled with guidance counselors and schools failing to teach on what student loans actually are and the weight they can have on you and your future family. Trust me, y'all think I'm kidding? I know this to be true because I'm talking with you Every day in my financial coaching, I'm meeting with people that are crippled with student loan debt and the weight that it has on them and their family. The history behind student loans and their connection to the rising cost of education goes all the way back to the 1950s. The concept of student loans in the United States emerged with the National Defense Education Act, and it aimed to make higher education more accessible. However, it was the 1965 Higher Education Act that laid the foundation for the modern student loan system. This landscape started to change in the early 1990s with the creation of the Student Loan Marketing Association, or Sally May for short. And so initially, Sally May was this government-sponsored enterprise, but later it became a fully private company. When this happened, Sally Mae began to originate and service student loans directly, and they made bukus of money on interest and fees associated with these loans. And so as Sally Mae became a major player in the student loan industry, the focus shifted from providing access to higher education to generating revenue. This, along with the rising cost of education, created the perfect storm for what we call the student loan crisis. So it's clear that both the evolution of the student loan industry with entities like Sally May in the picture and the rising cost of education, we have created a complex and burdensome situation for individuals seeking higher education. And when we return, we're going to continue to dis to discuss potential alternatives to the traditional college path. This is The Will Evans Show. Hey guys, it's Will. I know the show is all about what you didn't learn in school, but for some of you, you need a little more personalized help, and that's what Evans Financial Coaching is. I specialize in helping people pay off debt and build wealth. If this is you, I've put my contact info in the show notes. So please reach out. I'm here to help you. Evans Financial Coaching, creating paths to financial freedom. Welcome back to the Will Evans Show. Today we are talking about the epidemic affecting 44 million Americans. 
And today's scripture is Philippians 4.19, and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. If you like what you're listening to, do me a favor. Can you like the show, subscribe to the show, follow the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, wherever you're, wherever you're listening to this show, do the like, subscribe, follow, do all that. It helps the algorithm, helps more people hear about this show. And another favor you can do, tell someone about it. Tell someone, send it to them and say, hey, I'm finding, I'm, I'm loving this show. You should check it out. When you do all that, more people get to hear the show. And obviously that's going to make me happy. And if you, if you want to leave a five-star review, I love reading the five-star reviews because I love seeing what you're enjoying about the show. And so do all that. And so today we're, we're talking about student loans. We're talking about college. And obviously we have the baby steps, right? But what's baby step five? Baby step five is saving for your kid's college. So obviously most Americans have some type of student loan debt. It's very rarely that you run into someone and they don't have student loan debt. It's almost like, oh, well, how much is your student loan debt? How much, is, mine's this. And it's, it's just become so normalized and that's just not right. And so baby step five, once you're getting out of debt, you're, you have an emergency fund, you start investing, then you, and you have kids, then you start saving for college because you don't want your kids to feel the same weight that you have felt with student loans. For me, obviously, y'all know that I'm a college dropout. And if you ask a lot of my friends, they would probably tell you that I am against higher education. And that may be true to an extent. I'm, I'm not against all higher education. I'm just against that you have to go to college to be successful because that is a myth. That is not true. One, because I would like to say that I have been pretty successful in my career up until this point, and I did not go to college. There are so many other routes that you can go and be successful without a four-year degree. We're also seeing that. We are seeing many college or many businesses dropping the four-degree requirement, and it's because they've said, hey, I would rather have somebody with experience than a four-year degree. And you don't have to have a four-year degree in left-handed puppetry to come and work here. You can just ha- get gain the experience and come and work for us. So here's my philosophy when it comes to college. College is only a, you should only go to college if you have to, if it's necessary to get to where you want to be. So if college is necessary for you to get to where you want to be, then yes, go to college. For example, my wife is a nurse. She's a labor and delivery nurse, and she has to go to college to get a nursing degree and a nursing license, certificate, all that good stuff. Doctors, I want my doctor to go to school to learn to be a doctor. So I'm not against higher education. I'm just against this whole thought process that higher education is the only way to be successful in life because, hey, that is just not true. So let's also look at other. So if you don't go to college, what are you going to do? It's important to recognize that a college degree is not the sole path to success. There's numerous alternatives individuals can consider. So you can consider 
a, a lot of different options besides a four-year degree. One option is pursuing vocational or trade schools. The trades are exploding right now. So the trades, they're going to offer specialized training and certifications in specific fields such as your electricians, your plumbers, mechanics, welders, all that good stuff, and they come out making great money. You will sometimes have a higher earning potential and more fulfilling careers than you would if you just go and get a four-year degree and you're just working a traditional nine-to-five. Think about it. We're paying our plumbers $100 an hour and people are begging to find a good handyman that will do what they say by showing up on time, doing quality work, and we need more people like this. We need more people in the trades. And think about this. When you have someone that says, okay, I'm going to go to I'm going to go the college route, what some would call the traditional route, and you have someone that's going to go to the trades. Well, one, the trades are super cheap compared to a four-year degree. They start working. They start making money. So they're gaining experience. They're, they're moving up the ladder in their career to where someone that just graduates, now they're stuck in an entry-level job, probably a job they don't like because they got a, a bullcrap degree and they're just out there doing whatever and they have no meaning behind their work. They have no meaning behind their career and their earning potential for someone that is has they have four years ahead of you with experience. And what we're seeing now is that people are dropping that four that uh, college degree requirement because they're saying, "Hey, I need somebody that is willing to be a hard worker. They're going to show up on time. They're going to do what I say. They're going to help this company out." And so, why wouldn't you want that? And you as an individual, why would you not want that to where you can move up the ladder in the company? And again, it, this sounds like I'm hating on higher education. I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying if you're going to college just to get a degree, just to say you went to college, why? That's my question for you. Why are you doing that? Why are you wasting the money on that? College is not the only way to be successful in life. And so I'm a, I'm a big, I have such a huge passion for helping people get to where they want to be. That's a part of this podcast is me helping you get to where you want to be. And most of the time that is with your finances, but it's in life as well. It, it's important to highlight that success, again, is not limited to a college degree. It's about finding your passion utilizing your skills and talents, continuously learning and growing, and whether it's in the trades, an entrepreneurship uh, type role where you're starting a business or other paths, success can be achieved through various avenues. It does not have to be through college. And so since we're talking student loans, it's also the week of the student loan forgiveness decision. So the Supreme Court is supposed to rule on whether... Whatever the Supreme Court rules on, is this constitutional, whatever it may be? Can this go through? Can President Biden do this, give out $10,000 or $20,000 if you're a Pell Grant student? Can he give out this forgiveness? And I've had a lot of people 
asking me this, and I have been begging my producer, Ben, to get behind the mic, and so he's going to be talking about our question of the day. Yeah, so the question of the day comes from a listener. Uh, He wrote us via email, and he says, why should I start paying my student loans today when there's still an option for student loan forgiveness on the table? Even if Biden's forgiveness package doesn't go through, I still have until August before it starts accruing interest again. What's the rush? I think that I've gotten this question more in the last two months than any other question. If there's student loan forgiveness, why would I pay off my student loans now? And I have a couple of things that I would say to that, and this is what I tell people, is one, you took out the loan. You said you were going to pay it, so you need to pay it. That's how... This whole student loan forgiveness was going on when me and Kendra were paying off our debt. We decided we're going to go gazelle intense. We're going to pay off these student loans, and we paid it off and a car loan in five months because we took out the loan. We said we were going to pay it back, so we're going to pay it back. Another thing, the, the when the government decides to do something like this, you then start to think, Oh, if they'll do it this time, they'll do it again. And so then we get in this mindset that anytime we need help, we're just going to rely on the government. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, I refuse to have that mindset. I don't want to rely on the government to fix any of my problems. And so, so what is the rush? The, the biggest thing is it's been three years or so, whatever it's been since we've, had a pause on these student loans. You've had three years to pay off your loans interest-free. Take advantage of this. If they extend the pause, that's fine, but keep pouring the cold to your student loans because you're able to pay them off without accruing interest. So why wouldn't you? That, that The rush is that you should be paying off these loans without interest. Don't rely on the government to do your to do your dirty work, to pay off the loans that you said you were going to pay back. So for me, it's kind of like an integrity thing. And again, if you take the student loan forgiveness, I'm not complaining. I have friends that have signed up for it. And if it happens, I'm happy for you. But for me, I decided I'm not going to wait on the government to fix my problems. I'm going to get on a plan. I'm going to do what I said by paying back the loan that I took out. And that's, that's what I did. So my wife and I, we paid off her student loans that she that she had, and we did it with gazelle intensity. We did it in five months, and that is that is what I would recommend. If I was in, I answer all these questions. If I woke up in your shoes, what would I do? That's what I would do. The the yes, you have until August before interest accrues. How much can you pay off by August? That should be your goal, not. Oh, I'm going to wait to see if student loan forgiveness happens. Who cares? Like, just throw that out. Like, we're not even talking about that. How much can you pay off before August? Because if we're being honest, and I'm no genie, I can't see into the future, but if I had to predict what's going to happen, student loan forgiveness is not going to happen. And hey, I may come back next week, and I may have to eat my words on what I said, and that's fine. But I just don't believe that it's going to happen. I don't think student loan forgiveness is going to go through. 
I think there are too many other factors that play into this whole student loan forgiveness. Now, will the pause be extended? Maybe. I don't know. We'll see come August time. Uh, But how much can you pay off between now and August without having to pay interest? This should be a goal that you have. My sister, she paid off. She wrote a check for all of her student loans and she did that because she is she did exactly what I'm saying. She looked at it as, oh, this is basically interest free. Why wouldn't I just go ahead and pay it? Since I have the money, I'm gonna go ahead and pay it because I'm I'm don't have any interest on it right now. Go ahead and pay it. That's what I would recommend. And so this show, obviously we talked about student loans. We talked about how student loans were created. You obviously got a little bit into how I feel about higher education. And the biggest thing about this episode is I know that I'm running up against the clock. It's important to highlight that success is not limited to a college degree. You do not have to go to college to be successful. You need to discover your passion. You need to utilize your skills and talents and continue to learn and grow in your area of career expertise, whether it's through uh, vocational training, whether you're wanting to start a business. Uh, Success can be achieved through many avenues, not just college. This is The Will Evans Show.